Tonight's scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. These are some wonderfully familiar words, and so we pray, Lord God, come to us this night, not just as a baby, but as truth revealed. Give us the gift of your word that is familiar and comforting and all we have come to expect. And give us the gift of your word that is new and astonishing and ever-changing what we know and how we live. May it be so. Amen. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration, and it was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the guest room. Now in that same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So tonight, on this night of all nights, we conclude our holiday home tour. Throughout Advent, we have been visiting the homes of the four Gospels, reading each version of the Christmas story and discerning the message each would have us hold close as the Christ child draws close to us. Now, just a bit of a quick review for those who, like me, need such a thing from time to time. First, we visited Mark's house. Now, that house is smaller than the rest. It is just functional. And you will find no sign of Christmas anywhere in sight. There's no tree, no lights, no wreath, no shepherds, no sheep, not even a baby. Because in Mark's gospel, he's worried less about telling us where Jesus is born and more about telling us where Jesus can be found 
here and now. After Mark, we visited Matthew, and Matthew's house is an honest-to-goodness mansion. It has to be because in Matthew's gospel, the Christmas story begins with an enormous family reunion. Everyone is invited. There are no exceptions, which means there has to be a lot of room to hold everyone. Last Sunday, we visited John, and John's house is a little bit harder to find than the others. It's set back from the road, and it's lit by a single candle in each room. But you might be surprised by how much of a difference that one little light in each room can make. There's rocking chairs by the fireplace because John loves to tell a good story, and on Christmas, he starts all the way back at the beginning because Christmas is the next chapter of a story that began with let there be light. And so tonight, there's only one stop left. A number of years ago, I hosted a Christmas party for a big group of church members, most of whom had never been to my house before. It was mid-December, and it was well past dark by the time they'd be arriving, so I told them to look for the house with the Christmas lights wrapped around the porch post. About 75% of them found it with no problem whatsoever. But the other 25%, which equated to a not-so-small number of people... A full quarter of the people in attendance, they parked their cars and walked confidently right through the front door of my next-door neighbor's house. (laughs) You see, my neighbor had a nativity scene made up of flashing Christmas lights on their front lawn, and every so often it would play a few bars of Silent Night in a not-so-silent sort of way. It was a lot. And it was not anything close to the description I gave my guests, which left me terribly confused, though not as confused as my neighbors. (laughs) How did you end up over there, I asked, over and over that night. And to a person, they said, well, we saw the manger scene, and we assumed you lived there. It seems like the sort of house a pastor should live in. So just for the record, there has never been a light-up baby Jesus in the manger on my front lawn. (laughs) But assumptions were made. Now, in a similar sort of way, we are going to have to set aside some assumptions if we are going to make our way to Luke's house tonight. For as long as anyone can remember, ancient Christian tradition has understood Luke's story to be about an inn and a barn and a stable. And I realize that some might consider it poor form to get nerdy on Christmas Eve, but I have no such concerns, so prepare yourselves. What translators have noticed anew recently is that there are two words in Luke's gospel used to refer to a place that a guest would stay. One is pandokeon, and the other is kataluma. Now, the first is a word for an inn, something akin to today's hotel. 
a place where visitors would pay for accommodations in a commercial setting. That's the word that's used, for example, in the story of the Good Samaritan, when the Samaritan pays an innkeeper to tend to the wounded man found on the side of the road. Cataluma is the word used when Jesus tells the disciples to follow a man to his own home where they will be staying in a guest room. The word that Luke uses in his Christmas story, if you read it in the Greek, is cataluma, guest room. Now, he's obviously familiar with the 